Gotcha. Ladies and gentlemen, boy. Oh, my fault. My fault. My fault. Yeah, you got to. My fault. My fault. My fault. My fault. Okay. And let's clap. So in three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, shit. I did it again. My fault. Go ahead. He did. He did it two times. (laughs) This boy just loves to open this podcast. My fault. My fault. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. 100%. No, no, no. See, today's movie goes by many names. Here we go with this shit. So call it Triple X Flipper. That sounds like a bad Others 20,000 Lee under the Jurassic Sea. Who the fuck calls it that? Super Mega Ultra Jaws. Who calls it that? No one calls it that. People. People call it that. What people? People in your head don't count. People in your head don't count. People, you can't see me because this is a podcast, but I'm, I'm gesturing out to the world. The world is no, no, no. People might call no, it no, this. You no, don't no, know no, that. No, 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 no. What we're not going to do, I've let a lot of shit slide. What we're not going to do, people. shut up. What we're not going to do is sit here and act like you're. we're not going to freaking consolidate everybody to the things you call it, okay? That's not how this is going to work. People. No, people That's means right. person. You're the person. People. Person. Singular. It's it's like a royal we. You know what I mean? No. First of all, we're not speaking French to get that out the way. People. It's it's a person. It is Marvin. When I said we, I didn't mean like like we with like French. I meant like a English we. Like, no, no, because obviously you speak in French. In that shit don't make any sense. No, 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 no. Everybody, uh, no. A, a royal we is English. The Queen's English. Who? First of all, to anybody who's listening, and all do like I mean England? this with all? No, no, I mean this with all respect to anybody who's listening in England. We ain't talking about the goddamn Queen. We are in America, U.S. I'm of just A. Saying. No. People's, no, some people. No, get on with your intro. Myself, get on with your intro, Marvin. Get on with your damn intro. Call it super mega ultra. <laughs> Nobody Jaws. calls it that. But That's right. okay. That's right. But if you're looking forward to watch, you probably should just call it the Meg. That's, that's exactly right. What Today it's we're getting that's our Statham on. We're getting our Jason Statham on because this movie is a hundred percent Statham. This movie was created to be nothing but Statham. And I'm here this for guy. it. This fucking guy. Who am I, you might ask? I'm your black and beautiful Captain Ahab, Marvin Monroe. And alongside me is the ever faithful and loyal Jim Hawkins. <sighs> AKA Justin Hawkins. Uh, uh, Could they have the same? Had to have the same name. You see, before I had a whole other thing that was much much funnier, but he wanted to be uh, Jim Hawkins from Treasure Planet, so I was okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what the fuck you were calling was Mister. That's right. You are listening to the What Have You Learned podcast, where we take a movie every week most weeks sometimes we miss a week things happen like but most weeks we take a movie and we try to find a little nugget of truth in uh the entertainment so we can you know show you that you know uh movies can be Ah, more than just one thing sometimes it's movies sometimes it's tv uh I don't know. Maybe we'll do a comic book or something once. Oh, That'd be fun. You're reaching, reaching, you're reaching. Maybe a book. Oh, you're definitely reaching. I like a good book. Um, but yeah, that's what we do here on the What Have We Learned podcast. Uh, all right, I'm fully uh, we, back now. You know, take a one. This week is the Meg. Um, the fucking Meg. So let's get fishing. I, I think the term is gone fishing. Well, I mean, it's, let's get to fishing. We're, get, we're, we're fishing. It's a mag. It's, you get the pun. We'll be back in a second. 
The Meg. The M E G. And no, not Meg Griffin. Just to clear it up. That is something I cannot believe Family Guy has not done yet. You know what? I'm yeah, <laughs> it is. I, like I'm waiting on it. Like it they, should... they literally done a, a whole bunch of things with Meg, but that one. I mean, and r- they just gave Chris a really good thing with the whole uh, leave, <laughs> like with the whole Will Smith leave. <laughs> 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 that was real good. If you have not seen that, it's all over. Uh, TikTok. I would I would suggest you to look up Family Guy and and uh, leave your name out my effing mouth, like, and you'll see some some of the funniest. I think it's Family the best Guy you've seen in a long ever. time. Yeah, honestly, it's really good. Uh, but we're talking about the Meg, the Shark, a Megalodon. Because uh, this week on the Meg, uh, we have Jason Statham. Yep. Uh, playing uh, a man named Jonas Taylor, who ends up uh, having to do battle with a megalodon shark that just happens to be um, on the sea floor that no one knew about for years. That they released. It's their fault the shit got yeah. out. It sure enough is their <laughs> fault that it, like the thermocline layer, all of this is re- like, this is something. This movie is not good. Let's preface that. It's not good. Thank you. But it's fun. It's 100% a turn off. Like, this is no worse than, um, what was that one film that was done all in first person? I didn't know that existed. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a film that's like an action flick that's done all in first person. And who wants to watch? It's not a good film. Who wants to watch that? It's not a good film. It's like it's like some uh, no good Henry or something like that. I can't remember what it's called, but I think I do know it's like Henry something. Um, but like it's all done in first person, and like it's pure entertainment, right? You you get to watch this really like it's an experience, and I think you know Jason Statham is an experience so just as much as like. Let's be honest. How many people are like going to see Fast Furious movies because is those are it? like good movies? Is this it? It is it. Hardcore Henry. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Hardcore Henry. Yep, all in first person. Um, which is a really interesting movie. We might do that one because you might you're gonna want to see some of that. It is very very I'm, interesting. I'm reading the I'm reading um, the description. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. So the Meg. released on August 2018. Uh, We're talking about it now because actually uh, like a month ago almost the second movie, The Meg 2, The Trench was released Um, and I thought it would be a good news to come back and uh, go back to see The Meg one more time. Uh, If you haven't seen it You're fine. You're not missing anything. you're not. You're not. You're. You're. You're missing out on a good time. Is what you're, you're missing, missing out, out on. on. A bowel movement um, is what you're missing out on. It's. It's. It's pretty. Bowel movements <laughs> are necessary. <laughs> no, wait, don't get it twisted. <laughs> bowel movements are necessary. I never said they weren't. And I'm just saying this movie is. This movie is is in a high echelon of just camp. Uh, like this movie goes balls to the wall, does everything it really can. Uh, that's what the second movie is so bad because the first movie kind of does all of the things no, that this literally. type of movie has to offer. <laughs> the, the first in <laughs> like, the second movie it. within an hour of doing the first movie, <laughs> literally. Yeah, I, I'm skipping. I'm to hell with waiting. There's a part in the movie where they kill the. The thing that they think is the Meg, and then another Meg uh, shows yeah, up. And even bigger Meg it's, shows up it's, and eats that It's literally it's dead ass, dead crazy. ass. It's like, it's literally bigger Jaws. That's literally what it is. If you go watch the scene from Family Guy, it's like, oh, shit. It's bigger jaws. That's all it is. That's all it is. It's so crazy. Because they were like, oh it's shit, so jaws. Great. And then like, oh shit, bigger jaws. I was like, oh, <laughs> great. If I'd had already seen bits and pieces of this movie, I would have been pissed. 
Uh, and the and the and the thing about it, right? So the plot is obviously like basically not there, but like the backbone of this whole thing is like really the chemistry that's going on between uh Jason Statham who's playing Jonas Taylor um uh Lee Bing Bing uh can I say how racist that sounds but like it's a real it's name her name yeah it's her it's name mad, yeah uh who's plays uh Su Yin who is a real a really pretty Asian uh love interest uh scientist who's also the love interest and them two together with uh Suya Sophia Shea uh who plays the her uh Su Yin's younger daughter Mei Ying um these three pretty much like come together as this like family unit throughout this movie and you and you kind of find yourself rooting for them because like because this God, is some like extraordinary bullshit that's going damn. on right now right, like that's the only good part about this movie <laughs> yeah you're like i like like i see how you two are looking at each other and like and jonas has this thing with Mei Ying, uh, like pretty much right off the back and um you're just like, oh, I, I, I love this. This, like, core group here, I love. And then you've got some good, like, uh, like periphery characters going on. You got uh, Paige Kennedy is in this. He plays a character named DJ who's just, really, his whole character is black guy who keeps it real. Exactly. (laughs) That's his whole character. It's just him complaining about how stupid all this bullshit is and how he's not going to get eaten by the shark. Uh, Which he doesn't for once. Uh, like First pretty of much all, all the white people get eaten. That. Like, good yeah. job. That's a that's a that's a good thing for the Meg. <laughs> the one black person does not get eaten. Um, and in the second movie, uh, for whatever reason, because of this movie, because of everything that happens in this movie, DJ decides he's gonna work out. <laughs> like, and he becomes a badass in the second movie. <laughs> like, they get taken over by like these uh, guys with guns, and DJ like beats up five people and shoots like two people all on his own. That's a <laughs> hell like, of a character arc. <laughs> yeah, it's a hell of a character arc, and everyone else is just like, "What the fuck happened to you?" He was like, "Look, man, last year <laughs> like sucked. <laughs> like, I'm not getting eaten by a Meg." <laughs> I was like, "All right, dude." First of all, it's, it's kind of like the biggest come Can up. Can we like address that for a second? Like there's no like I want you to realize most of the time when people work out it's cuz they're tired of being fat or they got bullied. His is I hang out with a bunch of dumbass people who mm-hmm. like to be underwater with big ass deadly animals on top of the fact this bald bastard keeps causing shit to happen. So my, it's not even the fact that I have to, I need to work out. I have to yeah, in order to, to even work. have a five survive yeah, a five chance yeah five percent <laughs> chance of survival. One hundred percent. It's like the craziest jump in the second. Like there's like a whole five minute section of this DJ being a badass. Like like he pulls out a gun from his backpack that like he's apparently had the whole time, and everyone's like, <laughs> and it's so, like it's not even a small so gun. It's not a small that's gun. It's a deagle. <laughs> yeah, it's a deagle. And you're just like, what the hell happened to DJ in the last like five years? Um, First of all, let's just be honest. One year, like one year of almost having your life threatened by a shark. Not even a shark. Not even one, two at that. Two different sharks. Yeah, two. And you. Oh my god. It was. It. It's crazy. It's a crazy. No, I'm not going like, swimming in a. You couldn't yeah, get me in a community 100%. pool. You couldn't get me in a community pool where I can see down to the bottom. I'm not stepping in. No, hundred percent. I'm not. No, um, I might not even bathe. Like that's how scared of water I might be. Like you had me fucked you up. You got me fucked up, dog. You're not bathing. Nah. <laughs> you just like I don't do water. I don't no want to do water, dog. 
What? I I, I wash myself in pure lemonade. Pure lemonade. <laughs> uh, dog, you got me bent. If it ain't in a bottle, I don't want it, nothing to do with it. You got me twisted. That's good. <laughs> That's good. You got me twisted. <laughs> like, they, like, the thing came through the thermal climb. It can come through my dick. Yeah, it can come through my plummets. I don't need to deal with this yeah. shit. If it's like a bottle or in a cup, oh. I don't want it. Uh, uh, Rain Wilson is here. Uh, he plays like this, like, uh, millionaire tech guy, and he's I like, hated him. Hate for all this stuff. And, uh, he plays a really convincing, like, douche, uh, no. who just gets in over his head and tries to, like, <laughs> use the, use this tragedy to, like, make more money and then just gets eaten. First of all, <laughs> like, that was the best part. That was one of the other highlights. Yeah. Cause, like, they leak. So, point being, he's on the ship, and they're like, "Who's gonna go dive?" He was like, "I can't swim," and he was like, "I didn't mean that. I just gutly said it." <laughs> yeah, that was so good. I love that scene. I can't swim. He's like, "I didn't mean that," <laughs> which is such a like. But that's the thing I like about the first movie that the second movie just doesn't have. Like, there's these scenes that like make you. Like, see that this could have been a good movie. Yeah. Like, there's like it could have been. Like, there was there's a lot. It's like, if the focus wasn't on the shark, let's get as much statham and shark and big explosions as we can into this movie. And it was like, let's figure out these characters and understand why everyone's here and what everyone's doing. And the shark was just like and the antagonist. Right. Then this would have been a pretty good movie because there's a lot of those just like. Like, like who in who else? Like you see a big ass shark like that, who wouldn't like impulsively just be like, I can't swim. Oh, really? like I would have done before, it. I would have before it even I became would, an option. I would, I would like, I can't. As soon as we started thinking about who's gonna, not me, not I, not I. <laughs> like I took like I would throw that up and then like someone would be like Marvin you took like six years of swim lessons what do you mean I'm I like, forgot right right it's called amnesia <laughs> I forgot <laughs> that's my bad no because like first of all <laughs> Wait, I didn't mean first it first of all you got me bent because let's just be let's just be completely transparent here out of everybody who's on this damn boat right now one person was the one that they went to go find because this is here no 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 there's no yeah. we're not boating. He's going. It's him. Why are we yeah. asking questions? Like, let's get him. Yeah, and the and the and the and the Asian and the Asian badass yeah. can go no, to the no, water because they seem like they want no, to. Because him and the Asian lady they said, "Let's not let's use non-lethal force for the deadly fucking shark." Yeah, let's put them in the yeah. water. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like. Um, but like, there's like other things, like there's just like subplot, right? That like brings you into the movie is that Jason Statham's character is vilified because people think that he left a whole crew of people down underneath the thermal corner underneath the water, like years previous before this movie happens, right? And most of this movie is a like a like there's this undercurrent that was about like redemption and him redeeming himself and people finding out that all those years ago they didn't know it but there was <laughs> a huge ass shark down there and he saved as many people as he could this movie <laughs> like, that's what that's why I didn't like this movie this movie's one big ass I told you so that's yeah, the part, 100%. That's the of the movie it's a one big it, ass it, I told you big, so like it's supposed to be like I can definitely see this being a redemption arc thing for Jason Statham's character. He gets to try one more time to 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 do and and be the person that he was and under and have other people understand him. Um, because there's this good like thing where uh, after uh, Jason Statham's character saves uh, his ex. And the t one of the two people who were down in the sub that were uh, trapped by the Meg, um, he goes and he talks to the doctor, who's the person who like principally got him fired years before. <laughs> that's, a, that's a hard conversation to have. And, yeah, and it's a hard conversation, and you feel in that moment that scene where he, the doctor is talking to him, and he's like, 
it was my bad. I really did think that you left them. I didn't know. And and in that moment, you're like, I see where this if this was like the focus of this movie. Yeah. This would have been so, like um this would have been like a movie, not a you know, not a contender for anything by it far. It would have been better than what but it was. It would have been it would have been way better. Um it, it, there's even the point where like he comes up and he to having to have saved all the people who could have one of the, uh, the Asian dude, the first guy to die, the Asian, um, there's an Asian guy. I can't remember what his name is. I didn't write it down here. Um, yeah, but he like ejects himself. He sacrifice. Yeah. He sacrifices himself, um, t- to distract the Meg so everyone else can get out. And, um, Lee Bing Bing's character, uh, as soon as, uh, Jason Stephan gives up. She accuses him, like a hundred percent. She's like him the riot left act. him. Yeah, the riot act, which is which is another point when and then he looks back and he's like, "Look, Mac," uh, and that Mac is played by uh, uh, Cliff Curtis, who I also love, um, who is like an old friend and uh, a mentee of, of Jonas, and he's like. This is why I don't do this anymore. And I was like, I can see it. Like I see it. There's some really good, like, like actual fear moments in here too. <laughs> like when Maggie, I'm not laughing is, because of, I just thought about something. That little girl can't go to SeaWorld anymore. Sure enough, like Les Maying is probably one of the strongest eight year olds I've ever Yo, seen in my sea life. World, the aquarium. <laughs> She ain't doing none of like, that. She's shit. not scared. She's not scared of nothing. I'm talking this Meg bit. Like this Meg was coming for her. She it bit the whole. Like she's like um, it wasn't even coming. Trying to. F- it, was, it was like it was like I would say it was. It like stared her down. Yeah, that's what I would say. First. Yeah, <laughs> and then it bit. So Maying is uh, so there's a it's an underwater um, facility research fertility right so it all the tubes are open so they can see the fish and whatnot Ming is in a decommissioned part of it and the meg this is before they knew the meg has gotten out of the uh, thermal climb layer and followed them out into the open sea and it just comes up stares this child right in her face and then it proceeds to bite on the glass <laughs> like in front of her <laughs> and this child is just like she screams and then Jonas and 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 uh and uh Suyin show up and she's I right. she's like I'm good I'm fine that's crazy that's <laughs> like, fucking crazy yeah which was crazy I was like that's crazy but I I like those moments I was like generally scared no that's intense like, like who does that? Yeah, it was super who intense. Who just looks a shark in the um, face and does and like does that? I don't know, but like it's these things that like really goes to show that a movie, any movie, could be a good movie, right? As long as you're like going after the right goals here. Because the goal was let's get as much statham and, and as much explosions yeah, as much, and much as like much as you know big guy. shark yeah. as we could, it all fell apart. <laughs> like, but like there was definitely times when like uh, one of my biggest gripes is that I was like, um, I really wish that they had spent more time in the writing room with this and not in the imaginary room. Um, so we are going to take a quick break and then we'll be right with you with some Statham facts or stay facts, Statham facts, stay facts. Keep working at it. We're going to do some Jason Statham facts. We're we're, we're going to do some Jason Statham facts that I found that I thought were cool. Um, and then I'm going to tell you a little bit about, you know, Megalodons because why not? We'll be right back. Okay, so Justin, yep. you think you know Jason Statham? I I don't know shit about Jason Statham, and nor do I. Go ahead, go ahead, just get it off, get your shit off, get well, your here, shit off, here's get your some shit things. off. Here's some things. Here, here's some things. If you don't know uh, about Jason Statham, here's some things. Um, I was gonna go and I'm gonna go into this. I just forgot something that I was gonna put in the last uh, segment. 
Um, Ruby Rose is in this movie. Huh? So, Ruby Rose is in this movie. Ruby Rose? Why does that name sound so familiar? <laughs> yeah. Because she was, like, the biggest talked-about actress for, a, like, a very small amount of time. Uh, she was in uh, the redo of, like, the reboot of Triple X. Uh, she was in, like, a few other movies. Uh, she was also Batgirl uh, on the original first oh, season of Batgirl on the CW. Yeah, yeah, I had to see her face. Yeah, yeah, she's in this movie. She doesn't do anything. Um, like every other thing I've ever seen her in, they just put her in there because she's Pretty? attractive. Um, <clears throat> I say more of attractive because she's got more like a butch thing going on. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. So it's more like attractive. Um, but anyways, back to the Statham facts. All right. Here's some Statham facts for you. Uh, so. Statham fact number one. Make it good. Jason. Jason Statham. Used to be. A street rat. A what? A street rat. He was a street rat. He uh he sold knockoff jewelry and perfume on the street that he would rob from people. So he was a thief. Mm-hmm. Before his break, before he got is actually during this time, right? He meets the the uh he meets actually the director, Guy Ritchie. Okay. Who um, falls in pretty much falls in love with his uh, shtick? Okay. Um, on the street, he sold Guy Ritchie um, one of his knockoff watches, and Guy Ritchie put him in uh, his first ever movie. Okay, keep it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Cool, right? So, just to let y'all know, I'm getting dressed and doing a podcast at the same time. So, but. He is doing that. He he is doing that. Um, but that's a that's a that's a thing. That's a thing. Him and Guy Ritchie are pretty close too, so that's why he's in a lot of his movies. Uh, Jason Statham fact number adult. Okay. On the set of Expendables three, you said Expendables, right? There is a scene. Yeah, Expendables three, Great movie. the third one. Great movie. Um, first three were great. I heard the last, the fourth one wasn't so no, good. it wasn't, but it had Chuck Norris, so you just kind of let it slide. Cool, cool. I love Chuck. Um, so on a set of Experimentables 3, um, there's a scene where, uh, Jason Statham is in a three-ton truck that's going over a cliff. Uh-huh. So, little, little known, unknown fact, uh, during that scene, the door wouldn't open to the truck. Okay. And Jason Statham and the three-ton t- truck go over the cliff into the b- Black Sea, and Jason Statham almost drowns. Wait, you tell me those bastards almost killed Jason Statham? Yeah, it, it, like it's a malfunction happened for the stunt, and obviously Jason Statham does his own stunts, and... He goes over the cliff 100% for real, for real, and almost drowns. He had to kick his own way out after the car submerged. So you're telling me that basically the useless action movie that we didn't need almost killed Jason Statham? Almost killed Jason Statham. Okay. I'm not. He, and he, Jason Statham, his way out of he it. Jason, he did. He was in a, he's a real life. He yeah, did. Jason Statham is real life. Yeah. Jason Statham. He, or like, or if you want to say it this way, he transported his way out of it. Because <laughs> that happens in the transporter a few times. You know what? I'll give you that. Um, That's number fact number two. Let's go for Trace. Okay. This is my favorite. Uh, my boy Jason Statham is a Kit Kat break philosopher. Oh boy, here we go. So, in 2003, Jason Statham get signs a deal with Kit Kat. One of, by the way, that is uh, the UK's most uh, celebrated chocolate. Is Kit Kat right now? I'm dead ass. That's their 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 quintessential. It, it sells the most in the United That's Kingdom. That's their Snickers right? bar. So, That's huh? their- 
Oh, yeah, that's their Snickers bar. Yeah, that's 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 their Snickers bar or their Twix. Like that's their thing. Okay. It's the Kit Kat. So Jason Statham does three TV commercials. Okay. Um, I have them here, and I was like, okay, so what's a break philosophy? No, what is that? So the campaign. So the campaign, uh-huh. right? For this, these three things is for people to take a break. So it's three commercials where Jason Statham talks to the camera. He's in three different places. In the first one, he's in um, a diner. Okay. In the second one, he's kind of like. Uh, in, I, I, I don't know. He's like something like a car park or a stadium, uh, and the third one he's definitely in like a like a baseball stadium, and each one get he's got this like uh, monologue about people who should take a break. Um, my favorite one is I believe the third one, where he talks about um, this guy. Uh, he's a Mexican. They're down in like they're down in like Mexico City or you know on the beaches down in Mexico right or uh whatever and he's talking about this guy he owns a business it's a little food place on the on the ocean on the beach right, right? um and he's like this guy wakes up he you know goes out he fishes he catches whatever he catches he brings back in the morning thing uh to like feed people in his diner he chops it all serves it and then he takes the afternoon off uh, to play with his kids or to sit in the sand or to read a book and you know just be, be a, right? right he takes a break and then the cool part of this monologue is that he then talks about the guy who's sitting and being um waited on is this bloke who is like this hedge fund manager guy. And he's sitting in this cabana, eating this food. And he's like, this is really good. You should think about franchising and like getting more people to work here. And then you can take, you know, and all this stuff. He's like, you should, you know, franchise the place, right? right? And, And the guy is like, you should do that so you could take your... So you don't have to be here most of the time. So you could take a break on the afternoon, play with your kids, go on the beach, have fun. Right. Which is the like, right. And it's already what the guy is already doing. (laughs) But this hedge fund guy thinks, you know, he's thought of a big idea for this guy to hire a whole bunch of people like and franchise his business so he could do the things that he's already, already doing. doing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Which I, I was like, this is this is probably one of the coolest little uh <laughs> like that's interesting. Um commercials that I've seen. That's <laughs> like that's something. And that's what they mean about a break philosopher. A break shut the fuck that's what they mean that's a break philosopher it's not about breaking a Kit Kat bar it's about taking a break and I'm telling you they don't even mention the Kit Kat bar in any of these commercials until Jason Statham leaves it wherever he's standing Jason Statham will just leave a Kit Kat and then it'll be like Kit Kat bar (laughs) and you're like oh this was a Kit Kat commercial shoot I learned something it's like a fucking GoDaddy commercial (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was like, I thought this was like a, a the more you know. <laughs> like, remember those weird GoDaddy commercials? <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I remember those. Those were weird. But that's that's his third thing. He's a Kit Kat break philosopher in two thousand and three. Um, you can read uh, Kit Kat released like actual statements on why they chose Jason Statham and everything like that. So, um, that's cool. Um, um, so yeah, uh, so number four is that, uh, we know Jason Statham from Transporter, where he drives a car, okay, and we know him from uh, the Fast and Furious Mm -hmm. series where he drives a car, um, and he has another series 
called the mechanic, where he drives a car really well. Shocker. Shocker. What else would a mechanic do? Uh, Jason Statham failed his driver's test three times. Are you fucking kidding me? I am not joking. He failed it. The guy we know for doing cool things in cool cars failed his driver's test three times. Be quiet. Be quiet. Be quiet. Be, be be very quiet for a second, okay? I want y'all to feel this right now. You know how disappointing it is? I'm being calm because I'm angry. Because this makes no damn sense. This man is a walking oxymoron right now. How is this walking paradox of a man so famous? And he... Hold on. And he couldn't pass his driving test! I'm calm again. I'm calm again. How does that make sense? That That... That doesn't make just goes to show you Jason Statham, the man, the myth, the legend, could not pass his driving test three times. So ooh, don't give up if you fail once. <laughs> like you got it. Is that, is that what we're going with? Is that the one is that okay? Yep, that's what okay. we're going okay. with. I didn't know. I just wanted to make sure that's what we're what we're sticking with. And last but not least, to tie us back into the Meg. Jason Statham swam with sharks. No cage to get ready for his role in the Meg. You know what that screams to me? And he enjoyed it. Oh, you know what that all the way this screams to me? White. That's your boy. And now you know more about Jason Statham than you knew before. There's more there than I care to know, but yeah, I guess. Literally, there's tons of stuff, but like like most of it is like due to his love life, because if you don't know, Jason Statham is dating a really uh, young woman uh, compared to, you know, him. She's like, in his, she, he's like almost 60, and then she's like in her like like 20s or 30s. That's sketchy. Um. Yeah, so, but they've been together for 10 years, so. It don't change the fact that it's still sketchy. They're, like, legitimately in love, and she's, like, a model. Uh, if, I I think her name is Rosie something or other. She was the person they replaced Megan Fox with uh, for Transformers Dark Side of the Moon. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's her. Um, she doesn't have a lot of acting roles. Um, if you've ever seen that movie, you would understand why. <laughs> you got her bag in the but replacement. She is a, she's a victorious, but she's a, like a legitimate victorious secret angel. Well, that's um, why she's not good at acting. To this day. Um, so. Da, 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 da. Uh, and those are your facts. I hope you enjoyed those. Okay. So. Now we're getting into... Um, the what have we learned section where we get a little bit more serious. Uh, Speak for your damn self. We're, you know, playing and client and playing around with everything. But now we're going to um, really uh, like get into it here. Oh, if you want to see those Kit Kat commercials, I'm going to put those in Just the description uh, links to those. Because those are, it's, it's really Let good. Those die. are really good. Those are really well Let's done. I like them. them. I like them. No, 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 It took me a while to find these. They're on YouTube. It took me a while. I'm going to put them in the description for you to see. Um, you know what? So It's only acceptable because you took the time to find them that it's okay. Okay cool with that. So, what did we learn? Um, I, I touched on it a little bit. Okay. Uh, there's, a, there's a real undercurrent in this movie that I, I really wanted to touch on. Um, Jonas... In this movie, is when you we happen upon him right after the initial accident in this movie. Um, Jonas is grief stricken. Oh, bad. Oh yeah, like he's gone to like he's literally like gone like where to like you know how like in the old days would like a like a um a spook would like retire and then they would just like disappear off the face of the earth. Right. He literally um, disappeared you know, like, to a country. Yeah, he did like like they would like go to Di- Taipei and like you couldn't find them and they'd just be in like some random ass bar drinking. Um that's basically where Jonas is here. Um and that's because 
Jonas feels, you know, very responsible about what happened. Um, and not being, having to make a hard decision. Um, like you have to let somebody die. And it's crazy. Yeah. And I, I, and I was thinking about that and I was trying to relate that. Um, or, I mean, I can not, but not in the most extreme circumstance. Not in the not in the same extreme circumstance. I'm talking about relating it in the sense of having to make hard decisions. You mean like when people abandon um, you in class and leave you by yourself? Sometimes, sometimes. But it also, you know, like I I remember um, in college, I I uh, was editor in chief of our our school newspaper, Nerd. and that and then yeah and. <laughs> There was just there are always when you're a leader or in a leadership role, you know, the responsibility always kind of lands on your feet. I mean, lands at your feet. Um, well, yeah, lands at your feet or on your feet or whatever Where you, you want to say. To land. And it's relative. Sometimes you have to be, and like one thing I really learned doing that is sometimes you have to be the bad guy. Sometimes you have to make a decision. I remember there was this kid, and and Justin knows this kid, and we're not going to use his real name, um, but we're going to call him. Uh, uh, we're going to call him Mohawk. Ah, because okay, I'm caught up now. He had one. Yeah. So Mohawk really wanted to do this story. Um, and it was, you know, it was a good story, a great idea. Right. And as the editor in chief, I approve like what stories are to be worked on, what stories are to be published. Uh, he does this whole thing. Right. And he tries to get, you know, push it and push it. Um, but he doesn't do any of the work for it, right? He just wants to write a story about this particular uh, uncleanliness incident that happened in that's in the library. Um, by the time Unclean. he's actually done any of the oh, work for what this. incident happened? What are we talking? There was an incident. It it wasn't really an incident. It was an infestation. Let's call it an infestation. Okay. Um, yeah, it was an infestation of of rodents that was in the library. Um, that makes sense. And it was like that for a month with nothing having to be done, been done about it. Uh, three months later, right, he comes to me about it and he's finally done the work. I've been asking him this whole time, do the work and we'll talk about it. You know, give me some real concrete evidence that this is happening and we'll talk about it. By the time he comes to me, there's already been like it's been tinted. They've already gotten rid of the rats. Like it's a done deal. It's over. <laughs> There's no story there. Like it's already like yeah. Uh, like and he comes to me and he's excited. He's done all the work and he's done all the things. And he's like, okay, let's publish it. And I was like, publish what? <laughs> he didn't like that answer. And he got so angry. Like he cussed me out. He went to talk to our advisor. Like, like, and, and, and tried to like pit my advisor against me and, and say that I was singling him out and all of this stuff. And I was just like, there's no story anymore. It's over. Like it happened and people already know about it happening, but it's over. It's no longer newsworthy anymore because they fixed it. Um, and you know, and and then, and like, and, the, and then after this, you know, he stops coming to to well, no shit, Marvin. You hurt his feelings. Things, yeah. Like, and at that point, you you gotta kind of be like, and people, you know, and other uh, people on my team, uh, other reporters were just like, you didn't have to do that, and I didn't, I really agree with any of that, and. I really did for like a like a good like three month uh, three months after that you know people just didn't want to really like deal with me and they thought I was a diva and they thought I was trying to run everything which you, you know, a I'm diva no the leader so so I'm trying to like I am trying to run everything um that yeah and people you know people people don't understand that stuff and it really messed with me a little bit at the time because i didn't want to be a you know i didn't want to be mean i didn't want to be the asshole uh be the asshole right 
And from his perspective, I could definitely see how, like, I killed his story is what he thought. And that's the truth. I did. I killed it. But you killed Um, it. But I had to. I had to because, you know, it was no longer a story. It would have been. It would have been, you know, a a dereliction of my duty to allow a story that was no longer newsworthy to appear in the newspaper. Um, Yeah, because who the fuck does no one in their right mind does that anyway? Because, like, the thing about it is coming from somebody like me who doesn't like doing that much work, right? That's just being full transparent. At some juncture, you have to understand your lack of ability to want to do work is going to affect everything else at some juncture. Like, and I know this kid. I know him. Me, me and I know him personally. Me and Marv know him personally. And it doesn't surprise me that he does that because we've, me and Marv, well, Marv being the quieter person, so more me than Marvin at some junctures, um, have had incidences where we've had to argue with him about certain things that weren't things and like it's not marvin's fault that you took forever for the shit to get published it's more of your fault because you moved so goddamn slow and you waited till you had the motivation to do it which is understandable everybody has those moments but again you can't be mad when someone then turns around and says sorry can't do nothing for you there's nothing to do yeah and yeah and and, you know it sucks being that person being the person who has to make that call but on on like the, the thing i saw here right is that jonas doesn't regret that decision He's like, I made the decision. I had to make a decision. We all would have died. Right. If I hadn't made that decision. So while I, you know, I, you know, he never speaks ill of the dead. He's like, you know, he's grieving over the fact that those people had to, you know, go. But at the same point, you know, he picks himself up by his bootstraps and when another friend is in trouble, he goes back and tries it again. This time trying to do better than he did previously. Um and I think in my situation, mm-hmm. right, was that, you know, I really tried i even even when he stopped coming i did try to go to him and be like hey let's try another story like you care too much let's do something else you care too much well you know in my perspective you know in my newsroom i wanted to be you know a teaching and a doing place right right? like so it's work and school at the same time mashed together so i was like let's put that same you know because i saw the fire and i was like let's put that fire into something you know productive right but he was just like nope i don't want to you you killed my story fuck you i don't care anymore and you know, at that point, you know, you know, you can't I do it. At that point, at that point, like I'm, I'm serving this kid a second chance, I right? Wish just like Jonas gets a second chance and he takes it, you know, and he, and because he takes it, not only does he save people, he gets to f- kill the shark that killed his friends in the first, the first time, and ends up with a wife. And an and a daughter that he adores. Right. Right. Which is good. Like, which is amazing, right? That's what happens when you like so many I think a lot of times in life we are giving these second chances. I've been given second chances. Um, I was I remember when I was a little boy. Like, uh, I have this if you don't know, I'm a I'm a hundred percent like the weather right now in December cold you know 60 down to the 40s that's like my perfect weather conditions uh, i love it there i'm terrible at high heats i don't do well um never have never liked it as a boy i used to play little league i remember we were out during a game right i'm up to bat i 
get up and I, I'm, I'm like, it's hot. And I've been complaining about it. And I get up to bat and I'm swinging. I miss the ball. I swing a second time. I miss the ball. I swing a third time, right? I hit it. And we're doing one of those, you know, this is peewee. So, you know, you're you're getting like an automatic first base if you hit it. Got you. Uh, I don't work. I don't walk to first base. I throw my club and I walk out the stadium. <laughs> like I look at my mom. I said, it's too hot. I'm going home. <laughs> so like, and I never went back. <laughs> You know what? I will give you that. I was like, it's too hot. I will respect. I'm out. Yeah, Mark don't play about that shit at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I know. I was like, I'm out. Even even like you know, like four to five year old Marvin did not did not play. He was like, it's too hot. I'm gone. Um. So years later, I'm uh, in high school. Oh, I uh get a chance. I I'm offered a chance to um try out for the baseball team uh, because the coach had seen me pitching during a um, PE, right? And I'm a pretty good pitcher. I'm, I'm not a very good hitter, but I'm a pretty good pitcher. Um, and I and I thought about it, and I was going to decline, but I actually did do it, and um, I did well. I played the whole, like for most of the season. Um, mostly just home games, but I played most of that season and had a lot of fun and I kind of reclaimed a lot of the things that, I, you know, it was hot, but I was able to deal with it and, uh, I lost like tons of weight, <laughs> like practicing, <laughs> like, and, and everything like that. And, uh, it turned out to be like really, really fun and really, really good. And I never really done that if I had rejected that second chance. Um, which is, you know, really what I think, you know, a lot of this, you know, if this was a better written movie, I think that's really where I would have like pushed uh, the narrative here. Right. Like in that pocket of um, regrets and second chances. Um, Cause I think, you know, you don't get a lot of second chances nowadays and, and some people, you know, they just don't take it. You know, you, you break up with your girlfriend and it's a bad breakup and then you both cool down. You, you come around years later, maybe you give it a second chance, that. but you decide don't say not that. to. Um, don't, don't be that guy right now because not every, not everybody isn't, you know, you gotta be like, you know, in a good situation. It can't be like a toxic thing. Okay. But, um, yeah, not like a toxic thing, but you know, give it a second chance. You know, um, someone's hurt you in the past. They've apologized. They've come to you. They want to try to extend that. You know, whether it's a parent, an absentee parent, absentee, um, you know, a friend betrayal. Those could be terrible. Um, and I think we miss a lot of our second chances. Um, in life because we're so scared of ending up back where we started uh, when in actuality you know it's a second chance is, is, is brought to you to get past where you started to something better and in this case it's the better is a blown up mech that's eaten another mech. That part, because was that even that yeah. that whole part really blew me? Because I was like, yeah, I don't, yeah, it's just a bigger mech, and the and, the, and yeah, and, and it doesn't get any better in I the second movie. It's I was just, about to say, yeah, it's just another. Yeah, it's just the only thing in the second movie is that like it's a huge mech, even bigger than the this mech in this film, uh, but there's this Meg is like an alpha Meg and it controls two other Megs. Oh, hell no. Nah. Oh, yeah, nah. You're talking about never... I and then also, like, to shake it up, they do, like, a like a giant Kraken as well. Um, so... <laughs> Excuse me, I'm allergic to bullshit. Yeah, Sorry. The, the second... Yeah, yeah, the second film is, is all over the place and doesn't make any they sense and it's not fun to watch. Kraken? 
a kraken. Yeah, they added. Yeah, it's a kraken. It's basically a kraken. It's supposed to be like a giant uh, squid or octopus or something. But it's basically a kraken. kraken. That's basically what a kraken is. Um, But anyways, I think that's our show. Uh, Oh yeah, because we got to get up out of here. We hope you enjoyed. Hope you sat and you liked our uh, fish puns and our statham facts. I know I was going to say stuff about megalodons, but you can look that up. No, go ahead. Get your shit off. Get your shit off. Get your shit off. No, no, no. no, no, It's cool. Get your shit. I got fifteen minutes. Get your shit off. I'm all right. I'm not because it's not like it's not you know. I don't know how to make that cool, so no, I'm no, just gonna no. you, leave that you say it, I'll to your make imagination. It cool. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna leave some facts in no, the get one description. Say one, and I'll try to make it cool. Okay, okay. So, um, here's one fact about a megalodon. They would have to consume to stay alive. They'd have to consume two thousand and five hundred pounds of food. Every day. Okay. So to, to basically, okay, how can I make that cool? How can I make that cool? All right. You said how many? 2,500 mm-hmm. pounds of food every day. Okay. Okay. So basically, a megalodon, right? So a megalodon needs about all the makeup that these ugly women wear to look pretty. So take all that oh, worldwide, right? And probably triple that. Nope. Times that by a thousand, and that's how much you need. That's how much food a megalodon needs. Okay. Now try again. I want another one. Not in, okay. I want to roll. This this is the last one. Um. So the movie does get the thermocline layer, uh, correct. Uh-huh. Um. Because the number one reason that we believe the megalodons went extinct is because of climate mm-hmm. change, because the waters got too uh, mm-hmm. cold for them to mm-hmm. live in. Uh, however, um, sorry, that's my mom. Uh, megalodons, right? Uh, if that was like the case. Then as soon as the mag would come through the climb layer up into the colder uh, waters, it would begin to start dying, like because it's no longer warm enough for it to move. So it actually wouldn't have been much of a threat uh, at all because it would have stopped moving. Okay. So basically it's like this. When you and your woman's is cuddling in bed and she takes all the covers, all of them, she takes all of them to her side and you have no covers and you're freezing cold and you're shivering and you feel like there is no hope. That's when a megalodon dies. Okay. I guess that's yeah, our show. That, that was that was a <laughs> word take, but okay. <laughs> Um, I can do a better one. I can do a again, better one. We hope you I have can do a fun. better one. No, it's fine. No, it's good. I got another good. one. I have, good. A, I have another one. Up. I have another we're one. Wrap, we're you, so you should take Marvin. Gonna, nope, 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 nope. And put him out in the sun. Nope, nope. nope. And, oh, no, okay. No. Never mind. No. Uh, that's going to be all for us today. Hope you have fun. Hope you enjoyed listening to us crazy kids talk kids. about who super mega. No one calls it that. Jaws. Hey, 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 I just wanted him to say it again. <laughs> Stay tuned here to the What Have We Learned podcast. We're going to be doing Christmas movies. Uh, last holiday, this Christmas, Unaccompanied Minors. You didn't run any of this past um, me. Sure doesn't. I never do, so I don't think well, that's any different than every other time. All right, I'm protesting uh, now. I'm putting my <laughs> damn foot down. Um... Maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll, we'll watch uh, Claws. That was a one that I really liked that came out nah, in 2022. we need to watch the doll, uh, a snowman version of the Christmas movies. You know which one I'm talking about. The one that they show on ABC every damn year. Oh, we can watch one of those. We can watch, you know, uh, we can watch like the one with Heat Miser and, and, and Cold Miser go on a, a Christmas adventure. Um, but yeah, we'll decide. I haven't decided. We're definitely doing the last holiday because Queen Latifah is killing it in that movie. And I had a lot of fun watching that. So um, stay tuned. 
hope everyone had a great Chris, uh, Thanksgiving and are, are on their way to a great Christmas. Uh, that's our show. We made it. Kind of. Asimiliano. Is the music is... playing now? Is the music playing now? Is the music playing now? Probably. How about now? How Probably. about now? Probably. How about mm. now? Now? Now. I, mean, I think the music's playing now. <laughs> <laughs>